Hello and welcome to episode 160 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, James. Hello. And Stephen. Howdy. It has been so long, guys. How long has it been? Like a like a month or something, I think? If uh, not more. Right? I feel like since PAX, maybe? Since PAX. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, don't geez. say that. Yikes. Actually, I feel like it wasn't long after PAX, because the last yeah. episode was the interview with Pete Hines, right? Yeah. Ouch. Yep. That is a very, very long time. That is all my bad. I took a kind of spontaneous holiday, drove up the east coast of Australia, well, to Sydney, to the Blue Mountains, kind of. And a, you didn't bring your way. podcasting gear. Come and on. I didn't, <laughs> turns out that <laughs> it's uh, difficult to podcast in like the middle of a national park campsites. But <laughs> who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? Um, yeah, we we tried to get uh, someone to maybe kind of fill into the hosting role for the time being, but it just didn't pan out. But we're back. Uh, sorry that it's been so so long. Um, I think uh, we were talking about it just before. Uh, starting the show um that we reckon we might try and squeeze an episode in next week just before christmas then maybe take another little bit of time off don't hate us um for christmas and <laughs> new year and then come back uh in the new year and i imagine that's the sort of time we'll be having our game of the year conversations ourselves but we're going to sort of weigh into that a little bit today um james and steven i don't know if this is news to you as well but as part of the housekeeping to start the show um i thought i should mention that the press start shop is now live have you guys seen this this is new to me. I, I did not know about this. this is I've a, seen like, like the, the some of the designs the coming through, but yeah, yes. I haven't didn't know that that was actually for a shop. I just thought y'all were having fun with designs. No, <laughs> you have to yeah, put, well, like the Wii Shop music into this part, Ewan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I can I can maybe make do it that. happen. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I've Play a mini of it in the background morning, so of the site. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the press start shop is live. Um, there features two different t-shirt designs on there at the moment. Um, one you can get on a black or white print, and then the other on a white shirt, I should say. Um, they're pretty cool. I helped design them. I think they look pretty nice. Um, and they're on really comfy t-shirts as well that are sourced from oh, here in Melbourne, at least, where... where I'm coming from, but not these other two fine gentlemen. Um, so yeah, really cool. Go to press.com.au uh, forward slash shop and you can check them out. Um, I think the hope is to add more to it over time. This is like a limited run at the moment, but hopefully we'll have more in the future. Uh, anyhow, that's about it for housekeeping. James. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yep. I thought there was more. <laughs> no, that's all right. Uh, I usually I usually fire straight to a question, but I just thought I'd throw you off that time. Uh, James, what have you been playing in the break? Oh, everything. Um, everything. Orchestra. Yeah, like I played Darksiders. I played. Oh yeah. Smash Bros. I played. Actually, that's probably it. <laughs> so that's not that much. <laughs> um, <laughs> so much. Um, yeah, I've I've been so busy with work that's, and yeah. stuff too. That does obviously hasn't helped and like family stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I was sick for like two weeks, which sucked. But um, oh, really? Yeah. You yeah, better now? But, was yeah. it just like a summer it's, cold or something? No, it was a little bit worse. A little bit more scarier, but we're good now. I think. Okay. Right, um, but anyway, we're good. So <laughs> I've been hammering Smash. I had a weird hankering to go back to some old GameCube game. Um, oh yeah, as of last night. So, oh um, yes, I've followed Eternal this on Darkness, Twitter. <laughs> which is like I unlocked like a spirit in Smash Bros from that game. So I was like, oh, I want to play that game again. Um, huh. Smash Bros has a weird effect on me like that. Like I want to go back and play all the Donkey Kongs now. Um, yeah, so probably Smash Bros is my major one. Okay, which... so how are you enjoying Smash? 
Yes, it's good. <laughs> it's <cute>. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm, it's I'm really good. Like I, it's really weird because like I I didn't think the Wii U one was that bad, um, uh-huh. but then you kind of play this one and you're like, oh, maybe it wasn't that good. Like I didn't mm. spend as much time playing it on Wii U as I did on any of the other consoles. So um, yeah. And it's just, like, really super ambitious, but, like, at the same time, it kind of, I guess, meets that ambition, is the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's, like, this is what we've kind of always wanted Smash to be. Like, I think Ultimate is such an apt title, because it really is just, like, where do you go from here? Like, this feels like the sort of complete package. It's hard to, besides adding more characters, I guess. Like, Like, do they just keep porting this game and then adding more next console or something yeah well we've um, talked about it becoming like a like a game as a service kind of thing and yeah that would be cool. i don't know if a lot of people would complain about that like based yeah. on the quality that's at now i think like i've always said like i've never been a final destination fox only no items kind of guy yeah. just like shove everything in and who cares if it works or not just put I it i feel out. targeted <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and they <laughs> will you know well, that's the um, thing, though. Like, it's got that flexibility that you... It has shoved everything in, but you can strip all that away if you want. Like, you can really kind of muck around with the rules and uh, and the sort of, like, game... Oh, what do you call it? Like, the game rules and stuff as much as uh, as much as you like. Right? My favourite thing, you can turn off stage hazards. So, you can play game... Yes. Like, you can play levels that have, like, moving platforms and stuff. So, it's not just a boring Final Destination, but you don't yeah. also have... A big annoying Pokemon shooting laser beams at you out of the blue, or yeah. I don't know other weird stuff that annoyed the hell out of me in the old one. Yeah, it's so nice. Um, have you guys played around with like the level morphs yet? Have you played around with that at all? Nope. Oh shit! No, nor have I. I forgot about that. Yeah, I did I see the that. option in there. Can but... you play that in like private matches and stuff? I, I think so. It like. I think it's any of the, like, it's under the rule set, so you can, like, set up a rule set and it'll just, you can choose, yeah, it's the same screen where you set stage hazards, you can turn on, like, stage morph and it just switches between them. Hmm. Yeah. There's Hmm. so much kind of, like, buried away and, like, tucked into it, like, it's crazy. I remember, Uh, like, you can actually find it all this time, like, it was, on the Wii U, the menus were just inscrutable, I could never find anything, but here I feel like I can get everywhere I need to go very easily, thank goodness for usable menus. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It and it feels right at home on the Switch as well. Like hmm. I'm very, very impressed with it. Uh, I'm not like I'm a pretty sort of casual sort of Smash fan as well. I just kind of really have it there to sort of play with mates. But I've been trying to play through like the world of what is the world of light sort of story. Uh, uh, yes, yes. yes. That I've, opening I've... cinematic for starters, like holy, oh hell. boy, yes, so so good, so good. I, I think I started up a second campaign just to watch that again. It was so so good. It's on YouTube, I think. <laughs> we have ways these days <laughs> I'm sure Nintendo don't YouTube like it But it's on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, no it's. It, I haven't played that as much To be honest But the, I'm yeah. really addicted To just playing the spirit board Just collecting sh- shit And being like Oh cool yeah. Remember that thing Or that person mm. Yeah Yeah I've yeah. been surprised at how much I'm enjoying the classic mode. Like, A, you can play it in co-op, which I don't remember if you could before, but that's been really good for my specific situation. But also, yeah. like, every co- every character has their own, like, path through classic mode, mm. and some of them have unique bosses, some of which I don't really want to spoil because some of them was like, holy shit, how is... Ah, it just took me by such surprise. I couldn't believe, like... I think the Link one took me totally by surprise. The Castlevania one, I think, was revealed in earlier PR mm-hmm. stuff, but that was extremely cool as well. Like, I just couldn't believe how fun the 
seven matches in a row classic mode has been. It's basically been all I've played. All right, okay. That sounds very much like then we've all gone and got different things out of it so far, which I think sums up the game kind of very well, that even for like casual and hardcore fans, like the three of us maybe represent that there is something different in there for everyone and it kind of suits uh, everyone's sort of like different taste and preferred play style. I think it's probably totally. a nice way to sum it up. Um, has anyone been playing anything besides Smash then? Steven, have you been playing something different? Um, I've started playing Horizon recently, but that's not really new. Uh, Zero Dawn? Yes. Oh, right. Had you not played it before? I had not touched it until about a month ago. I'm right. very behind, even though James controversially... Didn't you give it Game of the Year last year over Zelda and it, t- it ruffled some feathers? Uh, uh, I mean, I gave it Game of the Year It's better than Zelda, Zelda. <laughs> Zelda's well, a fantastic it. foundation, but Horizon as a game is just better. But then... I, yeah. I wish on. you could climb, but otherwise yeah, I am greatly enjoying it. That's yeah. literally the only thing. Like, I kind of wish I played Horizon before Zelda. Um, that's like, yeah. that's can- really the only argument I've ever heard people making for over a Breath of Wild. It's like, oh, but you can climb anything. It's like, well... Yeah, but like, like I just find myself going up to cliff faces and jumping like Skyrim style, seeing if I can get caught on a piece of geometry and climb up that way. It's, it's, it's just not frustrating. Great, that's like, just yeah, I, get that. I don't know. It's just such a... Like a Breath of the Wild, like it's that the climbing stuff is just such a huge quality of life improvement for a game. Um, mm. Even like in the new Assassin's Creeds, I went back to one of the old ones recently, and it's just so hard to play now because like the climbing is so slow and like not as not as fluid. So I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's a bit more like I don't know restrictive. I guess you can even climb if, like, where you Aloy need to had, climb. Like a double jump, I'd be happy with that. Because sometimes I'm in, like, a trench or something and I can't get out of it without walking through it, you know? That's a bit annoying. Um, But otherwise, I don't know. I just feel like the enemy variety, the combat, all of that was way better than Horizon, to be honest. I started playing it on hard and it ended up being a bit much for me to start with, but I'm still Uh finding it really interesting on normal. It's just like... I don't know, you've got, yeah, that that variety of enemies and just mm. sort of situations that just come together. You'll start sort of take on one and then suddenly a few others will come along or it's yeah. just so so vibrant, so many things happening and it can change the situation at the drop of a hat. I, it's, yeah, really surprising very how like much I've enjoyed living. it. Yes, and alive. Like, when you get to like Thunderjaw and um, yeah. the big bird, like those battles are just, yeah. even though they're not, like specific or like I guess set piece battles they're still ridiculously fun every time you play them because there's just so many different ways to take down those enemies yeah yeah I found some that didn't feel like they weren't story set pieces but they'll be you know a big creature in a particular area that's not like an arena but kind of you know a big clearing and you'll have one or two Mm. of the like saber-toothed tigery looking ones whose name I can't remember but like I remember that being a really memorable fight just because you know, you fight one and then another one comes along and then a few others came along. And that was the first time I encountered one of the ones with a big tank of, like, flamey gas on the back just around oh, the yeah. corner. It was... Oh, it's Yeah, it's so fun. I, I Yeah, I'm really surprised. I shouldn't be surprised at how much I'm enjoying it. I trust James's judgment, but it's really mm. good. Mm. And, and the story as well, like, <laughs> it, it kind of just kind of escalates so nicely. Like, it kind of really... I doubt he's I don't want to say too much, but, like, yeah... yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm not terribly far, but um, yeah, yeah. I want another one does, now that I'm talking about it again. Well. I know. I suspect mm. we are. Uh, yeah, that will eventuate sooner rather than later. Um, did anyone get the opportunity to play any Red Dead Online at all? Don't know if you <laughs> nope. guys are big Red Dead nah, fans. Sorry, haven't played <laughs> it at all. <laughs> no, it's not my game I've at all. A, I've been playing a bit of that since I got back because um, it had. 
I was launching just as about, about as I got back. Um, and uh, my brother and some of my mates had already been playing, so I jumped in with them uh, to sort of get a handle for it. Um, and it's pretty good. It's very, It feels like it's very early stages. Like, I don't feel like there's an awful lot to do. I feel like I've kind of made my way through most of the missions already that were sort of on offer, and I'm kind of like scraping together what other missions are there. Um, but mechanically, it's pretty sound, and it's like pretty good to sort of be within that, that world with um, your mates as well. Um, and sort of, you know, customize your character and stuff. But otherwise, I haven't, hasn't really got a lot going for it yet. Um, so uh, that's not really been occupying too much of my time. Um, I did finally beat God of War. Um, oh. I was, like, so painfully close to the end that I hadn't actually ever gotten through to the, the final um, mission. So I finally polished all that off. Um, that game is just so incredibly special. What an amazing game. Um, it surprised I've me. I've not got... It surprised you. How's it? Well, I wasn't expecting it to be good. <laughs> I don't know. Man, you, you know it had me like... a third-person over-the-shoulder action adventure. That's like, yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't know. I just didn't really like the first three three to four games. Like, I just thought they were a little bit... Oh, like, sure. Oh, yeah. Like, very, very spectacly, but, like, not very deep. Whereas yeah. this one, I felt like there was a little bit more depth for a bit more weight to it. The story was interesting. Um, just, like, I guess a reinvention that... It kind of needed. Um, yeah. I love how there's like this whole, with his character, with Kratos's character in the new one, there's the whole kind of um, him trying to distance himself from his past and, and move on and sort of be the better man. And, yeah. s- and so much of that speaks to the change in the games as well. Yeah. You've had like, you've gone from these very sort of kind of over the top hack and slash to a very sort of grounded human kind of journey, I guess. Like it's just... I, yeah. I love that sort of parallel. I think it, it is. It's, it's really, it, it is really good. Um, I'm sure yeah. that was intentional as well. Oh, for <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, yeah. But um, and then I was just a bit worried because it got delayed so often. Um, uh-huh. But then I've kind of learnt with Sony. They just, I just don't think they're good at managing their studios properly. Like they're good, <laughs> but like in terms of hitting dates and stuff. Well, um, I, I think like the impression that they just sort of play fast and loose. Like they just kind of give them all the time in the world that they yeah. want for better or and worse. That works for their strengths. Uh-huh. Unless it's days gone, but everything else. Yeah. Or um, the order. Let's not talk about like, days gone. Yeah, I feel yeah. like. Well, that yeah. got delayed so much, you know, and that looked really good. But then, like, it came out and it was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm it glad not. it was good. Yeah, I'm also glad I feel won, like they're we'll patient up later. until a point, and it's like, no, nah, this has to, this has to come out now. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what it goes on behind the scenes. We're going to talk about that a little bit uh, later on as well. Um, I guess like the other hot buttons at games that we sort of missed in that time as well was Pokemon, Fallout 76, and Spyro. Are you guys touching any of those at all? Uh, I'm going to disappoint you so much I haven't touched any of them. <laughs> no, it's that's just the nature of the beast, man. That's what this year's been like. It's hectic. Right. Um, I've got copies of at least Fallout and Spyro sat on my shelves, but I've not had a chance to, to get around to them at all yet. Um, oh, wow, even Spyro, I thought you'd even be Spyro, right on that. I know. My dude. To be, honest, to be honest, now that I'm talking about this, I'm like, maybe I'll just stay up later tonight and just play some Spyro. <laughs> um, Fallout 76, like, I really wanted to be excited about and I was excited about, but the fact that it kind of came out and everyone kind of fell flat with it... It came uh, out kind hurt. of broken, it seemed. Like, Bethesda yeah. told everyone before launch, by the way, this full-price game you're going to buy... It's probably going to be a bit broken, and then it's like half price on like both consoles now. If you look e- like retail and even digital, it seems yeah. to be. It's like 
that game's bombing pretty hard price wise. Yeah, I'm not confident it had a very good, very good launch at all. Um, like, which I, is a I shame. imagine it's lowering hard to be the price about a game when everyone else is so down on it. Um, yeah, hopefully, like I guess if there is a good game, because I have seen at least one person on my Twitter feed who seems to be enjoying it. And I guess if yeah. there's something to enjoy there, it'd be good to get more people in it if they, you know, were a bit wary of a, you know, $80, $90 price. If they're yeah. more willing to jump on at 50 bucks, it's, I imagine, the kind of game that benefits from having a large player base. So uh-huh. I guess if people, you know, if, for the people that are enjoying it, I hope that the lower price means you have more people to enjoy it with. Yeah. I reckon before the year's out, I'm going to jump in and uh, and play that. Because it's everything I've kind of wanted in, uh, like, a Bethesda game and uh, in a Fallout game. And I hope they sort of consider doing a, something similar with um, the Elder Scrolls universe as well. Although, it remains to be seen they will. They have. Shit. No, it's not the same, though. It's not. Exactly. <laughs> that's like... It's, I don't know. I think that's... I don't know. I just wish they learnt... I'd, Fallout 76, like, I was given it and I still haven't played it. I just I don't I don't want an like an I don't want an MMO. I want a Skyrim game where I can just play through it with a buddy. That's all I want. Just like it doesn't even have to sort of be open to the general public, uh, like the whole sort of PvP sort of thing. I just want someone to be there on that journey with me. I don't know. I just That's I like nice. to pretend I have just friends. Need companionship. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be your friend. Well, another thing that happened whilst we were on our big hiatus was the Game Awards. Uh, we mentioned God of War. Um, it was uh, it was my pick for for Game of the Year, which I appreciate. I hadn't actually uh, play, I played it until completion until very recently. Um, but uh, I I'm, I was glad to see God of War take out the win. Were you guys pleased to see it win Game of the Year, or were you rooting for something else? Uh, it's pro. <laughs> It's probably like a little bit hypocritical of me, but <laughs> I did really like God of War because of how, like, I guess new it felt and how it wasn't just yeah. another God of War game. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, like I, I know it's hard. Like, I haven't played Red Dead and I have no interest in playing it. Maybe I'm being a little bit, what's the word? I'm not being fair on it, but, like, to me, that mm-hmm. the experience of that game looks to be quite similar to the first game. If you get my drift, like just expanded, mm. like it's still the same kind of game. Yeah. Whereas God of War was like a full reinvention, um, very focused, narrative-driven game. Um, I think that's the other thing as well. Like, I'm I was really happy that like yet another open-world game didn't win it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. yeah. And I mean, when you sort of argue, I guess. When you look at the games, like, in that, in up there, like, it's all, all of them, like, Spider-Man, Assassin's Creed, and Red Dead, they're all very similar by design, Mm. um, which leaves Monster Hunter, which is still quite similar, and then, like, Celeste is fantastic, but, like, like, no offense, but, like, it was never gonna win. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't really really seem in the same caliber of title, like, it's, but people really love it. credit to that game that it even got there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, like, I just look at that list of games that were nominated and mm. God of War was probably the the one that I'll remember the most in 10 years, as much as I loved Assassin's Creed. Yeah. But like, I still acknowledge that Assassin's Creed was quite similar to Odyssey and Origins. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I think, uh, I think what God of War excelled in and a number, of, like a number of these games, oh, all of these games on this list have incredible things going for them, but God of War just had 
it was just sort of complete package i thought like even down to its kind of audio design to its presentation its incredible story like the characters were just incredible and the performances to ma- to match that as well yeah um, like and then the gameplay was just like so like i could i had so much fun playing that game kind of every battle that i got myself involved in i just relished the opportunity to to beat the crap out of some more droger um because it was just, just like felt a cool, so satisfying would, like i would finish a god of war game and like i wouldn't really want to care about anything else but like uh-huh. i've finished this one and i want to see more freya i want to see yes more yeah of everyone um, yeah you cared about the side characters it wasn't just the yeah main which is so strange like i would never thought in a million years that i would be saying that about like a god of war game uh-huh. neither would i <laughs> and then like even the cool set pieces like the the, the giant's oh head gosh. in the snow like i'll never forget yeah. that um just really cool stuff and like and the world serpent just being there like yeah. watching and to you play through those cinematic like, moments over the camera never to cut but just to stay with you from the start to the get go like it's just like I, I, I don't know a game like God of War comes across and like this is what these action adventure games should be like and it kind of raises the bar and I feel like all the other games in this list you kind of went that little bit beyond sort of expectation again, but didn't kind of wasn't a shock and awe as God of War was. I thought that really kind of pushed the limits of. I think Celeste what does though, but like on a different yeah, scale. To be fair, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've played it. Or I've not played one, Celeste. So oh, I can't okay, speak yeah. to Celeste, all like, that much. I, Celeste, like, is, is yes. similar. Like, great, great polish, great concept, really interesting story. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, it's just a very much smaller, more personal story, whereas, like, obviously God of War is Kratos' story, more or less, Yeah, if that makes sense. It's really hard to explain without ruining it, but it's good yeah. as well. Yeah. That's true. It's, yeah, not to say you can't do incredible sort of, like, innovative sort of things in other kind of genres and, and whatever. That's not, yeah, not what I intended to say. I don't think I ever mentioned, but I played Florence as well. Like, the, I've been trying to Ooh. rattle through a bunch of games. I've been playing Hollow Knight 2 over the last kind of month or so because, um, obviously, like, it's award season and you try and catch up on these games. Um, and Florence in particular, like, blew my mind. Like, what that team were able to accomplish through kind of like a sort of grass, like a graphic narrative kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, I played it incredible. soon, like soon after it came out and it just really, really took me in how it communicated certain, yes. I guess, emotional situations through like relatively simple to grasp game mechanics. Like yeah. there was a, a particular, like an argument moment that uh-huh. really struck me of like, I can't believe how effective this is at, at communicating how this situation feels in real life, but I'm just yeah. like moving words across the screen. It, it really, really impressed me. Yeah, absolutely. That game is very, very special. Um, at that, that exact moment as well speaks, stands out to me too, Stephen, like what they're able to achieve by essentially like putting puzzled pieces together, like the sort of shapes mm. they take communicate so much in the <sighs> way of tone. Yes, the like, way that that like changes throughout the course of things based on the situation and based on yeah. the I guess emotional stakes at the time. It oh, that that game is yeah absolutely genius. I I can't get over how much I enjoyed that game. Yeah, 
we've been spoiled for games this year is the the, the yeah. moral of the story there um but speaking of the game awards there were also a number of announcements during the ceremony uh there were kind of too many to sort of like go through individually i reckon so i thought i would just put it to you guys to what were your favorite announcements there um james what was what stood out to you what were you excited to see very much a james choice but mortal kombat 11 was nice to see yes. finally confirmed <laughs> mm-hmm. um like NetherRealm, the, like the studio, like they usually reveal a game E3, release it the next year. They didn't do it this year, so I was kind of like, oh, maybe they're going to wait till next gen or something. Um, but no, it's coming. It's even coming to Switch now, which is kind of cool. Yeah, um, that's wild to me. Yeah, and it's coming in April, which is really soon. Um, although yeah. another game's coming sooner that they announced. Um, but yeah, like that was probably the, the big one for me. Like I just mm-hmm. really, really looked forward to that. And then obviously the games they showed again, like Devil May Cry, amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's probably it. And yourself, Stephen? Are you a Mortal Kombat fan as well? Um, not as much as James, but yes, I'm <laughs> definitely sure I will buy and enjoy this game and James will beat me to a pulp, but it'll still be fun. <laughs> um, I was most surprised. I, I really... This happened while I was away from Twitter and then I got back to Twitter and saw people talking about the announcement before the announcement actually happened, so it took a bit of the surprise out. But, like, yeah. Joker in Smash, how... If I had have watched that trailer without realizing what was about to happen, you just sort of see this whole persona cutscene sort of deal, and then this envelope appears and it has the smash icon on it. Be like, what? What is happening? This is wild. And I'm, I don't know. It's really. I never would have thought that would happen. I guess I should expect it now that Smash is just kind of a free for all now. But mm. yeah, it's it's really. I'm very much looking forward to that. And I guess I was also really surprised. I don't know if I'll play it so much but i was very surprised by the announcement of ultimate alliance 3 uh-huh. the fact that it's a switch exclusive like, yeah i was getting like really kind of lost a... during the announcement because yeah you, when marvel kind of comes up on the screen now it's hard with so many kind of games being talked about like it's kind of hard to know what exactly they're referring to but uh you're, you're excited to see it come to the switch yeah like i've I kind of have wanted to play the Ultimate Alliance earlier games, but sort of completely missed them as they were coming out. And apparently the the ports to the current consoles were a bit iffy, so I haven't really put much time into those. Mm. But, like, the fact that this is being made by Team Ninja as well, like the Neo and Ninja Gaiden people, like, that, they don't strike me as the first developer to come to mind when I think of that sort of... Uh, comic book Diablo-style game. But then again, mm. the trailer made it look like it wasn't really that same sort of over the overhead sort of hit things until they die game. So I'm curious to see where this one goes like gameplay wise to see if it is going to end up being like the other two or if they go in a bit of a different direction with a new developer. But Uh yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, Of course, a new Dragon Age game was announced as well and Far Cry New Dawn, but no surprises to guess uh, which uh, game I was most excited about. That is, of course, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Oh, yeah. What the hell? Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm here for this. <laughs> yes. I mean, ever since like there was talk about Crash coming back, I've just wanted Mar- uh, sorry, Crash, uh, Crash Team Racing. Like That's all I've really cared about. As good as the, the trilogy is and having those three games back... Uh, uh, yeah, I've always been hanging that that this would be the next step, uh, and it's coming pretty soon. I was uh, pleased to see like you know and the footage that we did and and see a June release date. That's uh, that's I'm pretty happy with that release date, Stephen. 
Yeah, I'm super, super keen for it. Like, Crash Team Racing was my absolute jam. I did not and still don't really like Mario Kart 64. Like, Double Dash is amazing, but 64 just doesn't gel with me. Something about the 2D graphics in 3D worlds just doesn't work for me. But, like, Crash Team Racing, I feel like, was the last kart racing game before the skill ceiling started getting dramatically reduced. Like, you'd have shortcuts that you'd need to know the level extremely well to be able to find and mm. have you know have the right item or you know some good knowledge and skill to be able to actually successfully pull off and there'd be quite a bit of uh, punishment if you screw it up sometimes yeah and i know there was a lot of strategy uh, strategy strategy to like collecting items and either choosing to use them or waiting till you've got 10 wumpa fruit and they become the upgraded version of that same item it's mm. there's just a lot going on and i'm really really keen to see if it holds up as well as my memory thinks it does. Yeah, Hopefully. I was going to ask you that. Do you think, like, do you think they can kind of reskin it and put it out, or do you think they're going to have to make some sort of changes, kind of considering everything? That's I do think stuff. I think, like, the actual racing part of it, I, I've played it a couple of years ago, and it still feels good. The way that you do the drifts and, like, the shoulder buttons to do three boosts as you're doing drifts and stuff, I feel like uh-huh. that's still... It feels good to do. Mm-hmm. Um, whether, I don't know, the adventure mode, it's probably less exciting now compared to what it was at the time. And I never played Diddy Kong Racing to compare it to, but uh-huh. I imagine people had arguments about that. But, like, yeah, I I, I think I'll enjoy it. We'll we'll see what happens come April, did you say? Uh, I think June it's out. June. June well, 21st, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm keen as a bean. Yeah. Um, what are they adding, James? Why have they announced already? I don't know. Didn't they say they were adding something already? I can't no remember. Idea. Um, I need to double check. I honestly thought they just kind of like showed off the game sort of in action and said that like all the courses and characters were coming back. The game will be recreated from the ground up with new assets and adding new content, including new tracks, online play, cart customization, including carts from the game's indirect sequel, and the main antagonist, Ash Oxide, who was previously a boss character, is now playable too. Right. Oh, okay. you can play as Nitrous. That's so cool. New tracks, new character... Customization. Yeah, I was online. I was meaning more so in terms of like, are we getting uh, like new kind of items, kind of new mechanics at all? I think. Oh, sorry, that's, Ewan. I didn't. That's right. I'm not. Meant. I'm not splitting hairs. Um, new tracks is cool. New tracks. New tracks is cool and playable characters and stuff. That's all great. But yeah, I was wondering if they were gonna like shake up much of the mechanics or if it was gonna play more or less like as it originally was. Sounds like they're gonna stay true to how it was for for it's better from or for the worse. Superchargers developer. Oh. We, we all know how, how good Supercharges was. Well, that was racing, so it makes <laughs> it, sense. It indeed <laughs> was racing, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess Crash wasn't in the Skylanders. Oh, I'm just going to pretend like I didn't say that. Um, speaking of new announcements, though, Crash was in the new announcement. We might be getting less at E3 2019 because PlayStation is skipping the show. Uh, what's more, it sounds like they're not going to be doing anything on the side like EA has done in the past with their like, EA Play sort of fan convention outside of the realm of E3. Um, but PlayStation, yeah, said they're on top of not having a PSX this year. They are not going to be at having a presence whatsoever by sounds things at E3 next year. Uh, James, what do you make of that move? <clears throat> um, uh, who knows? Is it strategic think... or do they not have enough to show? Um, obviously, like, there's a lot of rumours swirling around that, like, a new PlayStation is due, which I... St- I still think it's like ridiculously premature, but whatever. Um, you reckon? 
Yeah. I hope so. I don't want to buy new consoles it's already. It's too soon. And like, I think games it only look feels great. too like, soon because we've had a mid-generation... No, like, it doesn't. It's still too soon. Like, <laughs> no, it's like not. Resident Evil comes out next month, and that's like ridiculously good looking, and that's multi-platform. Like, yeah, and then Ghost of Tsushima. Like, if that's a PS4 game, like, which well, it is, but you know what I mean. Like, that do you looks- think we're going to get much better than those though? Because that's that to me says end of generation games. Like, remember how the good The Last of Us looked yeah, on like, PS3, and that was like, like one of the final games to really kind of come out. Hit, on it. Like saturation point for graphics now like how much better can you look oh you no you're falling into the trap everyone oh. says that no everyone one... says that and then 8k gaming is going to be the norm oh whatever oh no <laughs> anyways <laughs> cool i'm 8k fantastic i'll play that on my tv that's also 8k <laughs> and my 70 disc video game like, you're gonna be streaming all out. the games in 8k over your 6g internet don't you know i'm gonna be dead by then uh, but sure <laughs> um <laughs> anyway i don't know i i think they might also just want to not fall into that trap of showing the same games again because i'm sure death stranding is not going to be out yeah um even though norman readers reckons it is but i don't think it is um <laughs> And Ghost of Tsushima probably won't be out. Like, Days Gone will Last be of Us quickly Part forgotten. No. Last of Us, like, do they just want to keep showing the same games? But then I think if they've got nothing else in the works they want to show yet, they're probably saving it for the new consoles. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just think <laughs> yeah. they've sold so many as well. That's my biggest thing, like you and like, they've sold so many consoles now, like, just yeah, a bit dickish to like, and it's not slowing down. Quickly. People are still buying PlayStation. It really isn't, got... and that surprises me a lot too. Yeah, but it's um, amazing that like you've got games like Spider Man coming out, and people are like, "Oh, that game looks amazing." I've not got a PS4 yet. I only get it for Spider Man. Like, I don't know if anyone at Sony was making Spider Man thinking it was going to be a system selling game, but inevitably it has become that. It's I don't know. Is it crazy? I'd have thought everyone had PS4s by now, but apparently not. Apparently, it's just like only. Only going up, but yeah, it I is. think the time's right. I think we were. I think we got to remember that, like the PS3, Xbox 360 generation was kind of extended because of the the financial downturn, essentially, um, and that prior to that, like console generations weren't as long as they like that sort of huge amount of time that the PS3 and Xbox 360 had. Um, and I think the kind of console mid console generation jump does make a difference. I think that kind of <sighs> affects our think. I think it we affects make our it thinking. longer, it if anything. <laughs> I Stop. don't think it has to. Um, yeah, well, let's just agree, uh, disagree, and move on. Yeah, it was twenty. <laughs> was it twenty thirteen that the PS three came out? It's like five years ago. And the first, oh, no, the first three years was Technology just remasters. Comes a long time <laughs> like, in five years. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> it comes into like an Xbox One X and a Pro. <laughs> We don't need anything more. Yeah. Please. I don't know. You just, I just, maybe it's just like, I see what's going on with ray tracing now on NVIDIA RTX cards. And I'm like, oh gosh. I don't even know what any of that is, but I sure. want, I want those <laughs> reflections and eyeball, eyeballs. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, what about yourself, Stephen? Do you think it's right now? a matter of that they might be like, it sounds like you're in agreement with James that it's not like so much about a PS5 announcement. It's more so they don't want to, show more of what they already have shown. Yeah, I I guess if they have nothing more to show, then this would make sense. But also, it I don't know if they do nothing at PSX, nothing at E3, are they just going to be kind of quiet for a while? Or are they going to try and do a Nintendo and just, like, spread out announcements through non-E3? Like, they don't wait for a big announcement time. They just sort of trickle stuff out through Game Awards announcements or whatever else, like, 
surely they just don't have nothing to show. I'm hoping they have more yeah. than what we think. Yeah. Okay. So this I might be going a bit crazy. You guys are just encouraging me to have like develop an even more crazy theory than I was gonna have. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I think they're gonna go like radio silent. So no, there's been obviously no PSX this year. Then the no presence at E3 next year. Um, so at this point, it's like they've been quiet for a, for a while. That's over a year, I guess, at that point. And then they're gonna wait until like RTX kind of time again. Uh, and oh, maybe this would be confusing. Actually, I'm thinking it through on the. Do you reckon they're gonna like Beyonce the PS5? No, like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That would be amazing though. And Half Life Three is an exclusive. Um, I think they would be waiting until just like totally radio silent. So no like Paris Games Week. No whatever you like, know just what radio silence is nothing you and, yeah yeah uh, i'm just <laughs> emphasizing the point james uh, and then we get a massive playstation expo like towards the end of next year uh where they have their reveal event for the ps5 available in march 2020 uh death stranding is a launch game um the last of us part two is a launch game uh ghost of tsushima is already out by that point Maybe they do announce Ghost of Tsushima. My theory is already falling apart. Stay with me. Um, uh, there's another Horizon trailer that comes out that's going to be like their summer game for the... Not their summer game, like their holiday game for later in 2020. Uh, and then you have the, the console come out in March with, the, with Last of Us, Death Stranding at launch. And then they do their big like holiday push with the new Horizon game towards the end of the year. That's my... I- I don't if if they do anything like that I feel like that's going to be like PS3 era hubris coming back to bite them like I feel like they Xbox can in it. the last oh but like in the last year or so I feel like Xbox has like jumped leaps and bounds in just general positive sentiment among people like Game Pass that. is really taking off the Xbox One X is like unlocking your your whole pile of old 360 games now a lot of them you can play them in 4k and it's just lots and lots of reasons why people are thinking maybe xbox is actually not so bad yeah and if if sony are just going to be like yeah we're good you you'll like us for the next year we don't have to tell you anything we'll just show you the ps5 at the end of next year and I, you'll I, love us i don't think they could afford to do that when xbox are building up this goodwill as much as i'm impressed by what xbox are doing and as much as what you say is Right, Stephen. I don't think it's selling any more Xbox consoles. Like, I don't think... As great as the Game Pass is, as fantastic as everything that Xbox has done over the last couple of years under Phil Spencer's leadership, um, I just don't think it's being enough to sell any more of the consoles. And I think that kind of comes down to them just not having the first-party games for the time being. Um, yeah, they don't I, have that Spider-Man yeah, sort exactly. of title, I guess. And, but they don't have that God of War and they don't have that Horizon either. Like there's been massive successes on the PlayStation side of things. And I honestly think that they PlayStation could just sit back and not announce anything for a year or over a year, as I guess I'm suggesting, and be okay. And then come out, show the PS5, and for people to lose their shit to that. Maybe. I don't know. It's a wild I can, theory. <laughs> I can see that being a possibility. <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I'm, I'm saying all of this with a full well that I may not i may be oh I'm, I'm just holding a gigantic <laughs> grain of salt right here like i can barely carry it it's so heavy i feel like james has just gone silent because he's just stressing out with me um but james <laughs> you've got a, a treat for us for the end of the show i do i always have the goodies 
Um, I mean, your presence being here is treat enough, but uh, yeah. you're going to be taking the reins for what the wiki this evening, which is I pretty am. much just like an admission that you're so far ahead at this point. <laughs> it doesn't matter like how fast loose we play with the rules. Like you've got this in the bag. Um, if you are unfamiliar with what the wiki is, it's the Starcast Game Show, where the host reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and you, the contestants, must guess the game. Thanks to the official What the Wiki keeper of the score at Jamie Penning on Twitter, we have a recap last. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say last week. It was last month ago, um, where a battle ensued between James and Brody, and ultimately it came down to a tiebreaker. James was able to score the last question and further extend his lead out to 13 points. Uh, sorry, he's 13, at James at 13 points, Brody and Steven at 6, Matt on 4, Shannon at 2. Um, so yeah, James has got it in the bag, and because of that reason, he's going to be leading What the Wiki tonight, uh, and Steven and I are going to try and guess the games. Um, I'm just going to try and get on the board, if I'm real. I feel like I've competed in three games this year, something like that, so I just want a point. Um, we'll just be fighting for scraps, really. <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's it. Uh, all right, James, take us away. Okay, so this one comes from Jamie Penning, who is hey. the f- official scorekeeper of What the Wiki, Official What I the believe. Wiki, keeper of the score. Keeper of the score, sorry. I don't mean to get your title <laughs> wrong. Um, but yeah, so just keep that in mind. Um, yeah, I don't know it's gonna be what I mean by that. I have but no idea what it is. I don't know, we'll <laughs> see. I have good feelings about this. Good Ooh. vibes only. Um, Ooh, okay. okay, so... The game is set in a sunless world and tells the story of a character seeking a home. It's not The Sims. Gameplay. Oh, yes. A sunless sea? No, Stephen. I don't even know what that is. (laughs) It has the word sunless in the title, so I thought I'd go for it. (laughs) So So, uh, I get to the end of the paragraph. Open game. Okay. So gameplay is described as including open world exploration, cooperation, or competition with other players and combat with in-world monsters. The game is presented in a third-person view with a muted, cell-shaded graphics presentation. It's not a very good paragraph. So that's the end of that paragraph. Uh, it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> All right, Stephen, you're back in. Okay, so Lovely. next paragraph. Yeah, keep going. The game has been described as containing gameplay elements of classic role-playing games such as King's Quest, as well as games such as, is it DayZ or Days? DayZ? Oh, Day-Z. Okay. Both combat and exploration in an open world were key design elements of the game. Multiplayer elements include interactions with other players, which are incorporated into the game as providing traditional RPG elements such as crafting, and combat includes ranged and melee weapons. No? (laughs) I got nothing. Uh, This is actually... Yeah, this is not a game I would expect you two to get now that I've thought about it. Oh, really? Um... (laughs) Character growth is primarily dominated by equipment rather than player stats. Talismans, either found or crafted, are also used to upgrade character abilities or provide other in-game perks. The game was revealed as an Xbox console launch exclusive at E3 2015. During the Xbox conference, it's being developed by a developer who was then known as Aurora44 under the oh. ID at Xbox Independent Developer Program. Oh. Wait, I think I know. Ewan. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> is it Ashen? It is. Hey! Oh, of course it's Ashen. We were even talking about it, like, before, just a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you so go. you've... Xbox haters. <laughs> it's that's... I yeah, only know uh, Ashen, because it's one I've... Um, I saw at PAX. I uh, didn't get the opportunity to play at PAX, rather annoyingly. Um, but uh, I've been... It's on my list to, to play. And I assume that... Uh, Jamie's included it on the list because it's um, uh, available on the Epic Store 
what was the news about it this week? Is it, it's not out now, is it? The Epic Games Store? It's out. It's out? Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's just out. <laughs> That's okay. why. Um, it came out, I think, just the day after the Game Awards. So, okay. Shannon's is it out for Xbox it. now as well? It is, yes. It's on okay. Game Pass. Um, yeah. Mm, no, I've got Exciting so many games times. to play. Yeah. Cool. Sounds so, really good. Are we, Can't wait so to play. So, Ewan uh, on one point, Stephen on zero. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks. My next, mine, mine are all very like, I don't know. We'll see. Resident Evil. Games. <laughs> no, no. I specifically <laughs> didn't pick James titles, but we'll see. Okay. Um, I'm sure you guys will know this one. The game is an action adventure game played from a third person perspective. Players complete missions, linear scenarios with set objectives to progress through the story. It's possible to have several active missions running at one time, as some missions require players to wait for further instructions or events. Outside of missions, players can freely roam the game's open world and have the ability to complete optional side missions. It's <laughs> pretty much every game. Yeah, yeah. The world yeah. of the game... I always start, like, vague. At the beginning of the game, players can only explore the first island while other islands unlock as the story progresses. Uh, players use mm. melee attacks, firearms, and explosives to fight enemies and may run, jump, swim, or use vehicles to navigate the game's world. There is a first-person perspective option when using vehicles. In combat, auto-aim and a cover system can be used as assistance against enemies. Should players take damage, their health meter can be fully regenerated using multiple techniques. (laughs) Multiple techniques. (laughs) Such as eating, using med kits, or calling for paramedics. If players commit crimes while playing, the game's law enforcement agencies may respond, as indicated by a wanted meter in the heads-up display. On the meter, the displayed stars indicate the current wanted level. Law enforcement officers will search for players who leave the wanted vicinity. The wanted meter enters a cooldown mode and eventually recedes when players are hidden from the officer's line of sight. Oh, shit. What's it called? I oh, The I islands can... thing is throwing me Steven, off. Steven. Steven. Uh, prototype? No, not at all. <laughs> no. Is it the other one? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Ewan's like uh, the islands uh, thing has thrown me off. I'm trying to think oh, of a game that's got. You're islands. probably thinking. I'll tell you what you're thinking when you get it wrong. But <laughs> <don't> get... <laughs> the last okay. I'm, the, I wanted the... to go Far Cry until there was like the first person in the vehicles and, and, and wanted thing. That's not a Far Cry game. It's so obvious. It hurts me. Ah, <laughs> I hate this. Um, the game's cover system allows players to move between cover to fire blindly, aim freely, and target a specific enemy. Individual body parts can also be targeted. Melee attacks include additional moves such as dodging, blocking, disarming an opponent, and counter-attacking. Body armor can be used to absorb gunshots and explosive damage, but is used up in the process. When health is entirely depleted, gameplay stops and players respawn at the nearest hospital. Like, I, I know what you're getting at, but you said paramedics, and that's thrown me off. Oh, yeah. I'm just copying from the wiki, so if it's wrong, it's not my fault. Um, <laughs> the last paragraph, you'll get it. So, should I, I keep mean, going? Yeah, okay, all right. The game's single-player mode lets players control a war veteran, Eastern European Nico Bellic. Oh, Steven. it was! I could have gotten to the last paragraph! <laughs> Go for it. Oh, it's Grand Theft Auto 4. It is Grand Theft Auto 4. Um, Are there paramedics in that game? Yeah. Like, the moment uh, you went from, like, island unlocking, wanted levels, police driving, cover. <laughs> I'm like, GTA, GTA. Then you said, you can call in paramedics. I'm like, what game are you talking Apparently about? Apparently, citation number six is the, the reference for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have words with citation number six. Yeah. So Grand Theft Auto 4 t- this year turned 10. So it's been 10 wow. years since that game came out. That's oh, why dang. I chose that one. Damn. 
Did I get too caught up on the well, islands thing? Is there really that like progression? So I progression? thought you were think. I think you were maybe yeah, thinking like, there's a different like exotic islands. islands, like tropical beaches and palm trees. Yeah, and stuff I started. Something. I started thinking about Just Cause, but then I was like, no, nah, there's no <gasps> paramedics in Just Cause. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Just Cause because it's like recent yeah, and stuff. Maybe you said one to levels. Like, maybe they like, added yeah. paramedics. <laughs> 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 New feature. Please they tweet add, us if you remember paramedics in this game. And paramedics. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I have two uh, more good just one, in case because I didn't think you'd get Ashton, but we'll go with this one. Okay. Um, oh, I don't know how we're going to go. The game takes place across a variety of levels, many of which require certain objectives to be performed to progress. The player can use a wow. variety of weapons consisting of close range weapons such as swords and clubs to long range weapons such as crossbows. Many can be charged for a powerful attack, and some, such as the club, can be used to access areas that are otherwise inaccessible. When not possessing any items, the player is able to rip their own arm off and use it for both melee and ranged attacks. The player can also mm. equip a shield alongside weapons for defense, though they have a limited amount of strength and are best used sparingly. The game was released in Europe and North America in 1998, and in Japan in 1990. Steven? Yes. Is this medieval? It is. Oh! Yes! <laughs> Ewan, what are you doing? Uh, I've never, I've never played medieval. <gasps> oh, oh wow! Yeah. I guess my I was too when second all your time, one. but I've never gone back. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> Can I read the second one just for fun? Uh, sure. Okay. The, the game is a racing game. Players can accelerate, steer, reverse, brake, hop, or use weapons and power-ups. There are four distinct... Yeah. Steven. Oh, Damn it. Yep. I know. <laughs> yep. Crash Team Racing, no, the remake one. It's not Crash Team Racing. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, you're still you in it. Well, not really. Yes, you're Crash in it. Crash Tag Team Racing. Oh, my God. No, it's not that either. <laughs> Steven. Yes. <laughs> Crash Nitro Car. It is. So, Steven, like, wins anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Oh. Uh, well done, <laughs> Glad we did the last well deserved. one. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, with that, let's bring it in to what was episode 159 of the Startcast. Subscribe to us on Podcast One, iTunes, or any other podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au and visit the site at press.com.au. Don't forget to check out the new shop. Uh, you can also join the conversation using hashtag the Startcast. DM us if you've got a suggestion for the Startcast, what the wiki. Uh, we've been joined today by Stephen. Yeah, uh, you can find me on the internet at Stephen Impson. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and I, I don't know, post photos of gigs. It's fun. Nice. I tend to do a very similar thing on Instagram, actually. You and I got a similar thing going there. Uh, also joining us today was James. Yes, I am here and always on Twitter. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> at James, A-T-J-A-M-Z. I highly encourage you to. It's always entertaining following James on Twitter. Yeah, I do have Eternal moments. Darkness tweets are wonderful. <laughs> yeah. uh, Especially I've... at like 2am in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Um, Shannon and myself are going to be at the Australian Game Awards next week. Um, so if by any chance you happen to be there as well, do come and say hi. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. Bye. See ya. Bye.